Welcome to the Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity tips and best practices for today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet field CISO team focusing on the need for endpoint security in key industries. I'm your host, Troy Amit, CISO for Fortinet's healthcare practice. And today we're talking with Renee Terrand, CISO for Fortinet's financial services practice. And she's talking about endpoint security in the high stakes world of financial services. Welcome, Renee. Thanks, Troy. Well, thanks for joining me. You know, the, the perimeter has extended across the infrastructure to any edge devices these days. The shift to the edge has implications for security. How should leaders in financial services advance their security strategy to secure the proliferation of edges, devices, and data? Yeah, great question, Troy. I mean, I think in all verticals and certainly financial services is no different. Um, you, when you look at digital information, the work from home, the internet and things and other trends have really forced nearly every organization to really look at their network and see how they can redesign them to provide better user experience for their employees and customers. You know, the network perimeter, which was once a narrow point of access at the edge of the network, you know, now really extends across the entire IT infrastructure and beyond the traditional trusted zones. You know, this introduces new requirements across all the edges that make up the new network, including the data center, the local area network, you know, distributed branch environments, those working from home, and even cloud access. You know, we've seen over the last year with the pandemic, it's really brought to light for the need for, you know, business continuity plans that include flexible, anywhere, anytime, secure remote access that can scale. You know, that result is creating, you know, highly dynamic, highly flexible networks, Um, that are designed to adapt to changing connectivity, application and bandwidth requirements in real time. You know, the challenge becomes is how do you secure that network that enables that approach for any person using any device to access any resource from any location. So security driven networking um, is really a strategy that converges that networking and security across the connected environment from the core to the branches to remote workers and into the cloud. You know, enabling organizations to effectively see and defend today's, you know, dynamic environments while preserving that excellent user experience for their customers and employees. You know, with security, when it's woven into the core, you know, the networks can evolve, they can expand, and they can adapt to all these digital innovations with ease and do so at levels of next generation of computing, you know, including things like hyperscale, multi-cloud, 5G, and some of these other fast arriving uh, trends. You know, with converging network and security, it really enables a security strategy that's highly flexible and adaptive you know, supporting these anywhere operations by simultaneously providing things like, you know, being able to manage external and internal risks for on-network users, uh, providing flexible cloud-ready security for off-network users, and providing overall uh, improvement in the user experience while still reducing those wide area network costs. You know, in addition, knowing who and what is on your network has been more critical than ever. You know, traditional network security approaches assume that every user and device inside the network was inherently secure. In today's environment, that's just no longer effective strategy because as soon as a user or device becomes compromised, whether that's you know intentionally or by accident, then you essentially expose your entire environment. So organizations are really moving toward taking that zero trust approach so that you know who and what is accessing your network. Um, the zero trust approach really enables you to identify all the users, the applications, devices, both on and off the network. So with zero trust, it's you know never makes that assumption that something or someone is safe, even when they're inside your network perimeter. That means leveraging solutions such as multi-factor authentication, single sign-on solutions, and network access control. 
And finally, as financial services are looking to leverage more cloud and SaaS solutions, you know, consolidating visibility and administration tasks um, across both its cloud and on-premise security infrastructure um, to enable more e efficient management is, is going to be really key going forward. Yeah, I think that that's really, um, you know, a great perspective, you know, and kind of looking ahead, what new developments have you seen for securing endpoints in financial services today? For many financial institutions, it's securing the endpoints has meant you know, moving beyond traditional endpoint protection against viruses and mal malwares. Um, in the early days of cybersecurity, signature-based detections offered you know, sufficient protection against hackers. However, now we're seeing threats continue to evolve. You know, this includes signatureless malware, um, which can evade traditional malware detection. Um, additionally, financial businesses continue to contend with the rise of fileless malware. Um, these threats don't behave like other malicious programs, but instead exploit native processes to conceal you know, their activities. Um, meanwhile, zero-day attacks and ransomware are both on the rise. Um, the latter especially can sabotage financial workflows and you know, inflicting costly downtime, damaging business reputation um, you know, in, the, in the wake of attack. Thus, you know, you know, financial endpoint security um, really needs to incorporate the next generation antivirus software to repel some of these signatureless and fileless malware. Um, however, the solution also has to be beyond that. It needs to incorporate capabilities such as port control and device control to ensure infected devices can't infect the entire network. So financial services are looking to deploy you know, endpoint detection response solutions that can deliver real-time automated threat protection, detection, response for the endpoints, both pre and post infection. You know, this enables the discovery and risk mitigation. You know, Behavior-based behavior detection real-time blocking, automated incident response, and forensics and threat hunting, and even virtual patching, all of which can be delivered, you know, and needs to be delivered in lightweight footprint that can easily be deployed, you know, even on devices that have limited resource availability. You know, the, the parallels between healthcare and financial services, while there's while they're so much different, there, there's so many similarities. I, I find that really intriguing. So, you know, as we think about this, how, how critical is an overall platform approach when it comes to securing the growing number of endpoints? Yeah, accessibly compromised device, um, you know, really provides a, a foothold for the threat to move laterally and infect other endpoints within an organization. You know, to address this, you know, security leaders must really integrate endpoint security into the broader network security architecture. You know, with having that deep connection between the endpoint and network security, um, it offers key improvements to a holistic enterprise protection. Um, it can provide risk-based visibility of all the endpoint devices, um, establishing policy-based access controls, um, enabling real-time threat intelligence sharing, and automating security responses and workflows um, for effective and efficient protection that can really save organizations time and money. You know, today's security platform needs to span the entire network and adapt as the environment it's protecting also evolves. It needs to weave in all the critical security functionality organizations need you know, into a unified solution that can protect the entire network, enable any user or device to securely access any data or application, no matter where it's located. And that requires having a platform designed around three critical components of broad deployment and implementation, full integration between the security and networking elements and support for advanced automation built around machine learning and AI. So as we kind of pivot, what gaps or needs have other CISOs discussed with you when it comes to securing endpoints today? And how real are these concerns given the threat landscape today? Yeah, endpoint devices continue to be one of the favorite tax um, 
you know, for the adversary. You know, we're seeing more malware and ransomware targeting endpoints. Um, in addition, these devices are not only getting smarter and faster, they're also highly mobile. Um, it's not unusual in financial services for you know, a single user to have multiple devices connecting in to the network simultaneously. And because in some cases, users often lend their personal and professional data applications or profiles into a single device. And because in a lot of cases, the endpoints you know, security it tends to be lax, you know, they're exposing organizations to serious risk resulting in you know, lost, theft, downloading malicious applications, or even inadvertently connecting to a compromised public access point. So CISOs in the financial services space often face challenges when it comes to securing these endpoint devices. You know, one area is in, is in the visibility and control of these devices. You know, many organizations are struggling um, with knowing all of their assets in their environments and the increasing complexity and nature of all the various different types of uh, endpoints they have in their environments. You know, some of which may have out-of-date operating systems and you know, could be behind several security patches. And today's business IT services are distributed across numerous public and private cloud, web, and on-premise environments. You know, adding to this was the widespread of company-owned and BYOD smartphones, tablets, and wearables that our users are using to access these business IT services um, from any location. And hackers who are constantly figuring out how to exploit this maze of interconnected and poorly secured devices. You know, so many organizations are still relying on some legacy devices that you know still remain an integral part of their operations. However, you know these devices with you know the poor security posture, you know, pose a real challenge when it comes to doing endpoint protection. And since these systems and devices were designed you know for previous generations of networks, you know they're often incapable of offering you know a level of security or integration that's needed. You know, the fact that also, you know, the workforce is now so highly dispersed, you know, with employees working from, you know, central headquarters, you know, on-site locations, you know, branch and home offices, you know, the attack surface for the endpoints has expanded even further. You know, especially when, you know, they're connecting to the internet, potentially using unsecured hotspots or the public Wi-Fi. And lastly, um, you know, some of the challenges we're are seeing is that enterprises have been integrating you know, all these new devices into an already compl complicated, you know, network architecture. And so complexity, you know, is often making it hard for security team to gain that insight and visibility they need to fix existing holes and identify intrusions. And so unfortunately, on the flip side, you know, the attackers are taking advantage of this complexity um, and, and using that to their advantage. Well, that's great. And as we close, Renee, how would you advise your peers when it comes to securing the evolution of, of IoT devices and 5G going forward? Yeah, business-enabled IoT devices are really gaining more traction in financial services, um, especially to support things like mobile banking. Um, however, we all know these headless devices weren't necessarily built with security in mind and can't necessarily be easily patched. Um, so therefore, you know, security teams really need to take a proactive approach in securing these devices. It means leveraging network access control um, to ensure that they can identify and classify these devices, um, but also be able to take, you know, quickly take actions to um, isolate these devices if they become compromised. And it's also important to segment these potentially unsecured devices from their other critical assets within their environment. You know, when it comes to 5G, you know, that's really going to be introduced some unprecedented speeds and interconnectivity. Um, financial service customers want to always. Uh, available and easy to use technology. And as financial services transform to meet mobile demands, that 5G technology is really gonna be poised to help banks and other financial companies deliver the new innovative mobile services that their customers want. You know, with a low latency, high data capacity and reliability of forthcoming 5G networks, 
It'll help create a new platform to delivery of services virtually wherever the customer is. And as 5G enhancements create more reliability and responsive networks, it can help banks and other financial institutions ensure that the future you know, is more productive, efficient, and protected, which is essentially um, in this you know, fast-paced, highly competitive market. And so that means that data you know, will need to be available at the stream edge of the network and functionality will be measured in microseconds. And so applications won't be able to afford to make those round trips to the data centers anymore. You know, instead data and decision-making along with security will also need to move to the edge. And so that will require you know, to embed, uh, embedded in edge, um, the security to be embedded in the edge networking and IoT devices and to meet the performance demands you know, most security protocols will not only have to be automated, but they're also going to have to leverage that machine learning and AI to make autonomous decisions at digital speeds. You know, the really keys to the success of these endeavors will be ensuring that we don't create, you know, more security one-offs um, that already stretches the limit to our already uh, limited resources even farther. But that security at the new extreme edge integrates seamlessly and consistently, consistently um, with deployments at the other network edge environments. Well, this has been great. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Take 5. Visit our website, fortinet.com slash financial services for more information on securing the high stakes world of financial services. In our next episode, we will cover endpoint security for MSSP and cloud environments. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital innovation across the entire digital infrastructure whether in network, application, multi-cloud, or edge environment.